Hey, welcome to Build to Be You. My name is Michaela, and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed up love and a whole lot of real talk. But let me just say this journey is so much more fun with a bestie. So buckle up and let's do it together. Hello, my built to be friend, and welcome back to this week's episode. Chances are you push play on this episode specifically because you are a nurse who's contemplating a career change. Is it really going to be the career change that helps me find more purpose, helps me find more fulfillment? It's going to help me, you know, overcome this burnout. And the reality is, is that what I see a lot of nurses make the mistake doing is that thinking an external thing is going to change the internal misalignment. And I know that we talk about this on the podcast all the time. And maybe you are somebody who is not a nurse and you're listening and you are thinking about a career pivot or a career change. This episode is also for you because finding purpose in the work that you do is so, so foundational to, you know, just living a life that feels on purpose, with purpose, and that feels aligned, that you're excited about showing up to work, right? You know, it's like we spend 40 plus hours a week at work. So it shouldn't be something that completely drains us or just makes us feel super irritable, irritable or burnt out. And I think a lot of times, We get stuck in this narrative of living on repeat in your head of it's just not possible for me. This is just how it has to be because this is the job that I'm in. You know, a career pivot isn't possible because I don't have the experience yet. And so I want to use today's episode to help you find purpose without leaving your job. Yes, you heard that right. The episode is not about inspiring you to leave your job. It's about really giving you tangible tools to take the current job that you're in, the current position by the head and really hone in, excuse me, really hone in on what it is that makes you feel like you're living and working with purpose. And I think this starts with defining what purpose means to you and really thinking about the emotion, the visceral feeling that it evokes when you're living your purpose. And you might be like, Michaela, I have no fucking clue. That's okay. That's why you're starting to get curious and you're asking yourself these questions because when you ask yourself better questions, guess what? You get better answers. And I will give you an example of a client that I'm currently working with. And we were talking about purpose and she's been a nurse for about two years. And so she's got the foundational, the basics down, right? The skills and, you know, kind of starting to have this craving of like, I want more. I want more in my practice. I want more in my career. But what does that look like? And so asking yourself, what are moments or interactions or skills that you engage in that just light you the F up? You're like, oh my goodness, I love doing this. I love having these conversations. I love doing these tactical skills. And for her, she was like, I really like mentoring, mentoring new nurses. I like to, um, you know, really pursue or assume leadership roles. I like when people come to me and ask for advice or ask for help because I feel like I can really mentor them in that way. And so I was like, okay, how can we do more of this in your current day to day? And we're going to get to that part of it. But I just think it's helpful to hear, you know, how other people find their purpose and I also too think there's this misconception that your purpose has to come from your full-time job or your primary source of income. And I just want to be here to debunk that because that is not true whatsoever. Your purpose can be completely separate from your job. So 
And with that being said, I want you to think about, you know, ask yourself, as you're asking yourself, like, what does purpose mean to me? Look at the things that you do outside of work too. It doesn't just have to be within the four walls of the hospital or the clinic or wherever it is that you hang out for your full-time job. It could be, you know, you're out in the community and maybe you're volunteering. Maybe you have are an entrepreneur or you have a side hustle. And like, that's when you really feel like you're living your purpose. And I can tell you what, a rising tide raises all ships. So when you are able to pinpoint that sense of purpose and do more of it, you are going to have the ripple effect to all areas of your life. So maybe your purpose right now isn't at your primary source of income. It's something that you do outside of that. When you do more of that outside of work, when you go to work, you're going to be by default, more positive, more optimistic, because you're pouring from a full cup rather than an empty cup. Um, But kind of going back to looking at um, your purpose at work, what are a lot of people coming to you for? What are they asking your help with? You know, how are you known on the unit? You know, are you known as the person who always goes around and like, you know, lifts people up or checks checks on people? Or are you really good at starting IVs? Or if, you know, you're in ICU and somebody has like a really heavy patient or, you know, a patient that has a lot of different drips and IV fluids and things running, like, are they coming to you asking for your help to organize those things? And we're going to get into your core skill set in here in just a second, because that is so um, parallel and integral. But I don't know, I think it's just really important to start to just take note of those moments when you do feel like that full body fuck yes feeling. And there's a book by Ashley Stahl called U-Turn. And I actually love that book. I recommend it to all of the people that I work with in the one-on-one space to read and do. It's kind of like a mix of like a workbook and like an actual reading book. She's a little bit of a personal story, but it's a lot of like tangible, actionable steps for the woman who's looking for a career pivot. And she talks a lot about core skill set and identifying the skill set that you're really, really good at, and then asking yourself, how can I do more of this? So I just kind of want to run through it and give you some examples from the nursing perspective, because you know, nurses are built different. Our career is not like everybody else's. It's not like your traditional nine to five. There's so many different opportunities. And that's what's most beautiful about nursing and your nursing degree and your license is that you don't belong in a box. You don't have to be in a box. You don't have to be at the bedside. You don't have to be in a clinic. You can do whatever it is that you want. But that clarity comes from engagement. And that clarity comes from understanding yourself at a deeper level outside of just the letters behind your name. So the different core skill sets that she talks about is words. So this person is a communicator. They're really good at storytelling or giving lessons and evoking emotion from people. So I don't know. I think about this person on the unit, somebody who is always having conversations with, you know, man management, with higher ups, with patients, and really strongly able to convey what it is that they're hoping to achieve or hoping to change. I think of this person as like the change maker on the unit who has a really strong voice. Maybe that's you. Innovation. So this is somebody who is really creative. They like to do things kind of their own way or in a new, fresh perspective. And I think a lot of times, as as nurses, we lose that autonomy at the bedside specifically, or really anywhere that you work, probably, because everything is so policy and procedural based. So I personally feel like as nurses, innovation can be tricky, but it's not impossible. And again, I think when the innovation is paired with words, like you have an idea for change and you see a gap on the unit or the place that you work, and you're able to speak up and use that voice and give creative recommendations that are outside of the box that's, you know, kind of shaking up the standards 
standards of the way that we do things. And again, I think nurses just get put in boxes because we think that we have to do things one way when actually change starts with one person. An idea starts with one person, right? The idea of a podcast started with one person one time. The idea of fully catheter started with as an idea in somebody's head one time. So it's like all of these things that we now do and see and listen and engage with start as an idea. So your idea, your innovative idea is not stupid. It's not too far out of reach. You just have to act on it. So this is somebody who likes to do creative things. Building, they like to create with their hands and mind. This is more of like your, I think, construction worker. But also I think about um, uh, in the nursing profession as builders. Hmm, let's see. I don't know. I think about somebody who like really likes to organize IV drips and see like the compatibility and they really like to work with their hands or they're always moving on the unit, helping others. Um, so I think building could be that perspective in nursing and you can think about it in your own way too. Maybe you don't work at the bedside. I think a lot of my my um, insight right now is as a bedside nurse because that's what my primary job is. Um, and then tech, they uh, that's, this person is really excited about the future of electronics. I actually have a coworker who's getting ready to go back and get her master's in nursing informatics or something like that. And I think that is a perfect example of like, identifying your core skill set and what lights you up and then going and pursuing that. So maybe you're really excited about like EMRs or electronic medical records, or you're really excited about improving the technology that we use in the hospital. Maybe you live in a, or you live in a place where your hospital or the technology that you use is super up to date. And like you nerd out on that Um, motion, you're on your feet, you're physical. I feel like this is any nursing job. Well, not any nursing job, a lot of bedside nursing, there is nursing jobs that obviously are not as on your feet or physical. But if you're somebody who enjoys motion and always like moving and engaging and interacting, a remote job probably is not the place for you. Service, a nurturer or a supporter. So this is, you know, I feel like a lot of nurses fall into this, you know, umbrella, but I don't want you to put you put yourself into this box of like, out of all these skill sets, I have to be my skill set, my core skill set has to be service because I am a nurse. That is not true whatsoever. But if you really you know, get excited about helping others, like at a deep, deep level, maybe service is your core skill set. Coordination, you think in detail, you're really good at organizing things. And honestly, all nurses are fabulous coordinators. You know, think about how many different people we're coordinating with in just one single shift. If you're taking the bedside, for example, the care management team and the nursing assistants and the primary team and the consults and all those things. So nurses have so many transferable skill sets. Like we are badass humans. Analysis, this person gets really high off of finding the why. They like asking the question why over and over and over and over again and never stopping until they understand understand that. For me, I think about like ICU nurses or um, even um, like rapid response nurses or health supervisors. They require to like ask the question why to a lot of different situations over and over and over again. A numbers person, they just like numbers. So if you get off by numbers, maybe your your core skill set is numbers. And then beauty, you really care about the aesthetic appeal of things. You really get excited about making things look pleasing to the eye. Um, You're really interested in, you know, just the presentation of things and making them look beautiful. So out of those core skill sets, asking yourself, which one shows up in your life the most right now? So your primary place of work, where does, or what core skill, what core skill set shows up the most? Again, those were words, innovation, building, tech, 
motion, service, coordination, analysis, numbers, and beauty. And I know that can seem like a little bit overwhelming, but you know, just looking at your primary place of work right now and asking yourself, like, what is the skill set that I find myself doing the most? And then asking yourself, what is I what is one that I use often? but maybe you don't fully lead with it. Meaning it's not like at the top of your list. It's something that you would like to incorporate more of. I don't know. I think about nurses, you know, if you're at the bedside and aesthetic is really, really important to you. You love beauty and like clean skin and just the overall presentation of things. Maybe you need to figure out how to incorporate more beauty core skill sets into your work. And, um, that's just one example. But if you're interested in kind of diving deeper into the core skill sets, shoot me a DM on Instagram because this can be like a whole conversation that's very individualized and very personalized. But I just wanted to, you know, give you examples of all of the different skill sets that we have as nurses that are so, so transferable and can be used across the board in so many different situations and so many different scenarios. And, um, Finding ways to do more of that without leaving your job, which is what I said we want to talk about today was how can you find more purpose in the work that you do without leaving your full-time job? And it comes from incorporating it in the small moments. Let's take it, for example, you are really excited about coordination. You really like thinking in detail and, you know, seeing all the moving pieces and like understanding how they fit together. Maybe being a charge nurse would be a good fit for you or assuming a role in the hospital that requires you to do like a little bit more coordination. We have like flow coordinators in our hospital who do patient flow and those kinds of things. So it's like those jobs are out there um, and you don't have to leave your current place of work in order to find them. It's just a matter of understanding what your core skill sets are and asking yourself, how can you do more of them? And I think about um, the same nurse that I was talking about at the beginning of the episode. She was kind of looking for that more. And it turns out that not only service, but also um, coordination and words were really, really important to her. And those were core skill sets that she had identified. And it's like, okay, so how can you do more of that? And she's somebody again, who saw herself as a leader. And so going to her management and asking you like, what roles are out there that I can precept more people? And then she actually ended up transitioning into a leadership role within her division where now she's able to work like and do admin stuff once a one, like once every couple of weeks. And I don't know, it was just really cool to watch her progress through those different milestones or those different stepping stones to get to the current role that she's in because it absolutely didn't happen overnight, but it did come from a lot of curiosity and asking herself, how can I do more of this? And, you know, I think that that's such an underrated thing that a lot of people are afraid to ask their management or their higher ups, like go into them being like, hey, these are my core skill sets. These are things that I'm really good at doing. Do you have any opportunities or any connections or networks that I can do more of these things? And for me, I know that I really love um, service, but also um communicating. I love words. I love evoking that emotion in nurses for them to fully understand not only themselves, but the bigger picture of what's going on with the patient. And so then that allowed me to get into a preceptor role once I left my travel nurse position. And then, you know, again, I'm getting ready to go back and be like, hey, I really like like doing creative things, innovation. Like we don't really have very many like unit councils or anything like that on my unit yet because we just recently switched management. And so I'm looking for ways that I can flex that creative spirit and that side of me that really likes to be innovative and, you know, boost unit morale and bring a new perspective to the table without leaving my current position. And I think that's what it is, is that it's not about completely jumping ship on your current job because 
that in itself is not going to change your lack of purpose or your lack of fulfillment. What's going to change that sense of purpose and that fulfillment is you being able to integrate what it is that lights you up, what it is that makes you excited in an intentional and purposeful way. And like I said, a rising tide rises all ships. So even if you're able to create small moments of purpose in your shift, maybe that looks like if service is something you really care about, how can you spend just a little bit more time creating meaningful interactions with patients in a small way? This could take three to five minutes as you're doing med pass. It doesn't have to be some grand gesture. It just has to be something that helps you feel like you are doing a skill with purpose on purpose and with a whole lot of intention. And again, it's not about jumping ship on your current job. It's about finding purpose in those small moments. But my friend, if you found this episode helpful, please holler at your girl over on Instagram at Michaela underscore Robertson underscore. And I would love to take a you know 30 to 60 minute call to dive deeper into this with you because there is power in understanding yourself and what makes you tick and how that translates into the overall job satisfaction. So anyways, until next week. Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon.